Hello, and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person. On this edition, we're going to talk to Diane Duke and Kristen Martin, two care managers with Elderlink. That's a program jointly sponsored by Fairfax County and the Inova Healthcare System. They're here to tell us about four programs that the group offers to county older adults and caregivers. But first, as you know, with our show, we like to learn a little bit about our guest. Diane was born and raised in Miami, Florida, earning a psychology degree from Florida State University and an MSW from Barry University. She's worked as a social worker for uh, with both children and adults for 18 years. Past eight years have been dedicated to working with older adults. Diane spends her free time cooking and reading. Definitely one of my passions there is eating to cook. Uh, Kristen was born and raised in Arlington, earning a BA from the University of Virginia, MS from George Mason University. She's been a certified case manager with Elderlink for 10 years now, and she spends her free time caring for her young children and taking impromptu and candid photographs. I don't see the camera in here with us today, so I think we're safe. I think we're safe. Kristen, Diane, thanks for both being with us on the on the 50 Plus podcast. Thanks for having thanks us. Thanks for having us. Going to talk about Elderlink and for, uh, you know, maybe some new folks or kind of refresh the memory of folks that have have listened to the podcast for a while, kind of give us a a brief rundown of Elderlink, brief history, kind of purpose, that kind of thing. What is Elderlink, essentially? So we're a unique group. Um, As you mentioned, we're actually part of a public-private partnership with Inova Health System, the Fairfax Area Agency on Aging, and the Alzheimer's Association. And our mission is to promote the safety and independence of older adults as well as to assist and support caregivers in their family caregiving role. Hmm. So we're a group of 10 case managers, and we're actually located in one of the Fairfax County government buildings, the Panino Building. Uh, We're on the same floor as the Area Agency on Aging. And from our home base there, our programs cover all throughout of Fairfax County. Just a very quick history. Um, We came into being about 30 years ago when it was recognized that need is not based on income. So just because an individual may be financially overqualified for services through Fairfax County, that does not mean that help is not needed. So we were originally put in place to provide affordable case management services regardless of income. And that case management or care coordination really remains the heart of what we do. Mm. We've evolved a bit over the years. And now we also oversee several programs provided through Fairfax County. Um, such as caregiver consultations and the respite care program. And that case management aspect really remains an added layer to every program that we offer. And then finally, in more recent years, um, we've been tasked with implementing three different community outreach programs. Sound like it's, it's, it's grown then. We're moving and shaking. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> so we're going to talk about four programs specifically today, but mm-hmm. um, there are more offerings than we're going to talk about today. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So if folks don't hear something that they're maybe interested in or thought Elderlink offered or whatever, how? let me go ahead and get the contact information out there now and then we'll kind of repeat it at the end. But how can folks uh, reach out to Elderlink about any questions that they have about topics we hear today or, or not hear today? Yeah, so um, our Elderlink intake line is available 24-7 um, and people can reach us at 703 703- Three two four five three seven four. Okay, and again, that's a twenty-four hour a day, seven day a week number. Which, Correct. Which is 
not staffed 24-7? Right. So people can leave the message, and then we call them back um, as soon as possible. Okay. All right. Very good. So, again, we're going to talk about four programs specifically. Maybe we'll have you guys back to talk about, you know, three others and two more and that kind of thing. (laughs) But today we're specifically talking about four, so I kind of want to break up the time a couple of three minutes about each. But first, caregiver consultations. Let's, Let's talk about that. Yeah. So Fairfax County is a great place to grow older. But sometimes it can be a little confusing just knowing what services are out there or even how to access those services. Absolutely, yeah. So caregiver consultations are offered free of charge, and they are a one-hour consult that can be scheduled either face-to-face in the office or they can be completed over the phone as well. And it's an opportunity for a caregiver to discuss a caregiving situation that they may be experiencing and then to brainstorm some possible solutions with a case manager. So let's say um, a caregiver schedules an appointment um, and he comes in and he shares that he's been caring for his loved one, but it's gotten to the point where he realizes that he needs some help. Mm. So depending on the specifics of that situation, the case manager may explore the possibility of home-based care services through Fairfax County, so maybe the respite program or bathing. Uh, maybe it's talking about the option of an adult day healthcare program, mm-hmm. uh, speaking about the benefits of a support group for mm-hmm. that caregiver. It, essentially, the case manager is speaking with the caregiver to figure out which aspect of the caregiving journey is most difficult for him, mm-hmm. and then to see what avenues of support may be available. Okay. Now, is it like I can use the service once, or as I'm progressing through my caregiving? you know, ability. I may have other questions, so can I get additional consultations? Depending how in-depth, you know, we certainly have had people come around more than once. Mm. Um, And, you know, it may be the situation where more intensive assistance is needed, Mm. and that would be available through our case management program. You know, we do have caregivers who may live out of state. Um, Their loved one lives in Fairfax County, um, but the caregiver lives out of state, and they may call in to, you know, say they've noticed the following concerns. Um, So they put A, B, and C in place already to address the issue, and they're planning to do D, E, and F in Mm -hmm. the next two months. And in that situation, it's an opportunity for us to say, okay, you know, you're on the right you are on okay. the right path, gotcha. and this is kind of a sounding board. Or you may want to consider this, that e- kind of right. thing. Right, yeah. but, you know, if things get a little hairy down the road, we're available as a resource yeah. that you can check back with as the situation changes. And that's a, I, I want to kind of follow up on that because you said if the caregiver didn't live in Fairfax County, mm-hmm. so this caregiver consultations are... As long as how, someone how, lives someone's in Fairfax. Yeah. Okay. So it's so either the caregiver or the person. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good distinction. Okay. Uh, anything else we need to know about uh, the caregiver consultations? No. You know, I think that sums it up. Uh, the number to schedule that consultation would be through our intake line, okay. uh, 703-324-5374. Okay. Uh, just one more follow-up question on that. Do you think it's better for the first-time caregiver that's new into it to take advantage of the consultation, or should they maybe, you know, start caring, you know, for their loved one or or whatever, get a few months of experience to see kind of what's going on? Does that lead to better questions, or it it just kind of depends? Yeah, Yeah. it so depends on the individual. Um, You know, since it can be a little confusing just knowing where to start sometimes, you know, it is nice to have a little bit of hand-holding just to set people on the right path. And then, you know, if they start down that road and things aren't working out like we thought, then to come back and um, 
you know, see if there might be some more intensive assistance right. available. Okay. Thanks, Kristen. Yeah. Uh, Diane, I assume that maybe this next program you're going to be talking about, am I right? Is I think cro- Kristen could do it all. Okay. I'll interject so, here So and you'll there. just sit here. So chronic disease self-management program? It's a mouthful. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I like to really think of it as a live well program. Okay. Because that's okay. what it's really about. Um, the program started actually back in the 70s as a pilot mm. program to address the arthritis condition. Oh, yeah. um, and it became so popular um, and so effective that since then, um, several models of the self-management program um, have become very popular. So we here in Fairfax do the chronic disease self-management program. Um, and it's an evidence-based program. So really, what does that mean? All that really means is that it's shown to work. There's been okay. research behind it, um, hmm. and it's proven to have results. People report um, feeling more in control of taking over their health as a oh, result okay. of taking the workshop and have learned tools to be able to manage their um, health conditions better. Okay, okay. So you're going to break down the kind of the program for us, kind of tell us what's involved and sure. that kind of thing? Sure. So it's a six-week program. Okay. Um, we meet once a week for two hours. Um, and it's led by two trained facilitators. Um, we talk about um, really just different tools to manage symptoms. We don't really go into specific diseases because everyone can come in with mm-hmm. all sorts of different right, health conditions. Right. Um, but what's interesting is that a lot of the conditions share symptoms. So, for example, someone with arthritis and someone with, let's say, congestive heart failure can both suffer from pain and fatigue. Um, so we really focus on managing those symptoms, and mm. we um, introduce different tools that folks can incorporate in their life to hopefully better manage those symptoms. Okay. Um, so over the course of the six weeks, we talk about what it means to eat healthier, what it means to get um, quality sleep, mm. how to manage um, symptoms such as pain and fatigue. Right. Um, so we really try and equip folks with those tools so that Ultimately, they can live a longer, better quality of life and remain independent because okay. that is the goal. Remain independent, less pain. Less pain. You know, those kind fatigue, of things. Yeah. Maybe less frustration right. because they're not able to do the things right. they once were right. able to do. Right. So kind of problem solving too, you know, figuring out a way to maybe modify or gotcha. work around gotcha. those issues. So Okay. Yeah. So you said the it's a six week program. I assume it's offered multiple times during the year then? Yes. Okay. How yes. does that work? Every every month, every quarter? Yeah, it just really depends. We're out in the community, so we could be at a church, a senior center, a library. Um, we try and get into all areas out mm. of the county where seniors tend to congregate. Um, so we have ongoing workshops throughout the year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So maybe a, a, a faith-based organization, could they even schedule one for their parishioners if Certainly. they wanted to, for their community Certainly. or homeowners associations? or Certainly, know. yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Anything else about the chronic disease self-management program before we move on to the next one? Um, I think that about says it all. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll give you a chance to talk more about something else. Maybe. <laughs> Darn, I thought yeah. I was done. No, you're not. We're not going to let you off the that easy. So I'm assuming here, since we've gone, Kristen, Diane, we're coming back to, back to you, I Kristen. I so, Okay. Yeah. If I stay on topic. Or, or oh, stay I know. Schedule, Keep us right? on our toes. So let's see. Drum roll, please. Caring for you, caring for it's me. me. It's, it's me. You. Yeah, it's okay. Kristen. So what is Caring for You, Caring for Me? So Caring for You, Caring for Me is our newest program. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and this is actually the signature program of the Rosalind Carter Institute for Caregiving. So it's an education and support group for caregivers 
who may be caring for an individual who has a physical or mental illness or disability. Mm. And just a little background on the program. Um, The program was initially developed by a task force of family and professional caregivers through the Rosalind Carter Institute. And the rationale behind its development was that studies were showing that caregivers were looking for information about their various caregiving roles. They wanted to feel a linkage to other caregivers and connected to their peers. Mm -hmm. So this program was created to provide that relaxed setting where caregivers could come together to discuss common issues and concerns uh, and to share their perspective. It the first thing that popped in my mind, and, and I know this is probably a negative negative thought, mm-hmm. is caregivers do so much mm-hmm. caring for the person, caring for themselves. They may even have, you know, young children themselves. Maybe they're yeah. caring for an elderly, you know, uh, relative, that type of thing. They're probably worn out. They're probably tired. Probably the last thing they want to do is go to another meeting or group to talk with other yeah. caregivers. How am I going to fit this in? Yeah. You know, that's so true. Caregivers, yeah, they put themselves on the back burner constantly. Mm-hmm. And the thought is, you know, by taking time for myself, I'm yeah. taking time away from my loved one who needs my assistance. But, you know, it's the situation where in order for that caregiver to provide care, at the highest quality level, they have to take time for themselves. Mm-hmm. They have to find times to recharge, to learn different techniques that may be out there to make their life easier. So this program, it um, we meet for five weeks, uh, meeting mm-hmm. weekly for two hours at a time. And we do follow a set curriculum. Um, so what it means to be a caregiver, caring for yourself, effective communication, preventing and solving problems, and then finally learning about local resources. Mm-hmm. And the hope is that by caregivers taking the time to attend this class, they'll have an increased feeling of confidence Mm -hmm. in their caregiving ability. And at the very least, you know, they're a part of a group where it's okay to say, you know, caregiving is difficult. I do feel very lonely and isolated at times. But then through the course of the class, they're learning techniques to help them on their caregiving journey. Mm And they're realizing that there are avenues of support available to them. Right. Well, and the second part of the program's title is Caring for Me. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's critical. Absolutely critical. Some of the, and the topics you kind of went over sounds to me uh, as an uninformed, uneducated uh, you know, person hearing this <laughs> is that it's really targeted more toward a, a, a newbie caregiver. But I'm sure there's yeah. benefit for the longtime caregiver. For sure. And, you know, I think with, you know, any topic, sometimes it's just hearing it presented in another way gotcha. um, yeah. that something will click for you. So it's, you know, picking up little nuggets of information maybe for the more experienced caregiver. Mm. Um, and for people fresh to the caregiving game, it can be very eye-opening for yeah. them. Especially resources, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's especially great just the sharing that goes on. Yeah. Um, you know, I think support groups in general are a goldmine of information. And with this class, you know, the bonding that you see taking mm-hmm. place over the five weeks I mean, it is yeah. so great to see. It's yeah. so powerful. Okay. Yeah. Diane, we're back to you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kristen's doing we, so we, much we, better than me. Actually, we, Jen, oh, can okay. I interrupt for no, one no, second? No, go ahead. I guess we're not back. Sorry. Go ahead. You have a little breather. Take your time, Kristen. <laughs> I just wanted to mention for um, caregivers who are interested in attending the class, okay. 
um, but who aren't able to arrange care for their loved one, we're able to offer respite on a sliding fee scale oh. during the course of the class. Okay. Well, that's a very good point. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, yes. now that, yeah, we saw, you, we saw you trying to sneak out the back door there. Um, and this one kind of seems to to fit with the caring for you, caring for me that we're talking about, but it's a matter of balance program, which yes. which just by the title seems so very powerful and so helpful. Mm-hmm. Yes, we hope so. We hope so. Um, yeah, so Matter of Balance is another one of our community outreach programs that we offer. Um, and it really focuses on this fear of falling that older adults have mm. and um, kind of changing their ideas about what that means and then informing them on fall prevention. Um, it's an eight-week course, so it's also evidence-based. Okay. Um, again, just meaning that there's research behind it um, to show that it has uh, proven results. People okay. do feel um, less afraid after taking the class. They do feel like they're more in control um, and being able to um, control their outcomes in terms of falls, and they're more socially and, and physically um, active as okay. a result. Okay, okay. So um, are there, like, tips, tricks, exercises, <laughs> I mean, you know, to, to for balance? Yeah, yeah. So um, it's eight weeks, so we surely Ooh, do them, give them, a Put them through the ringer. <laughs> so we have a wealth of information that we share with folks. Um, there's a curriculum that we follow, and that participants also receive a workbook. Okay. Um, and so they're participating in different activities. Um, we talk about what it means to be assertive. We talk about how to prevent falls in the home. Hmm. Um, and then another component of the class is we also do exercises. Oh, okay. And And so these exercises are really tailored and focused on um, improving balance, coordination, strength, Mm -hmm. endurance, um, because ultimately doing those exercises will prevent a a fall, hopefully. Or if they do have a fall, they've got some strength behind them, hopefully, where the injury won't be as serious as if they weren't as active. Gotcha. Now, uh, one question I didn't ask for the other programs, but I'll ask for this one, and then both of you can let me know if it applies for the other. Sure. Is this class free? All of our classes yeah. are free. Okay, wow. That's yeah. a good, good thing to know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and sa- kind of the same question with the other programs. Is it offered uh, kind of throughout the year, or is it just, you know, certain times that you'll announce it? How can folks find out and, and get on that, that list or register for it? Yeah, so again, we um, since we offer it throughout Fairfax, um, they pretty much offer it on an ongoing basis. Uh, People can either call in our intake line or look on our older adults website for um, any upcoming classes Mm -hmm. that they're interested in. Okay. And for all of the four classes that we've talked about today or four programs that we've talked about today, are they offered at like various days or times of the day, evening, those kind of things? Does it it vary per offering? So take it away. All right. (laughs) So yeah, Monday through Friday. Probably the earliest we would start a class would be around 10, so somewhere between 10 and 2. Okay. Uh, for the so most of them are daytime? Yeah, they're all daytime. Daytime, no yeah. no evening. No okay. evening, no, evening okay. no weekend. Okay. All right. Uh, almost out of time, any final thing that you want to mention about either of the four programs, the Caregiver Consultations, Chronic Disease Self-Management Program, Caring for You, Caring for Me Program, or a Matter of Balance Program, or anything in general about Elderlink that you that you kind of want, want to end on? Huh. Um, just, you know, we are an available resource. So even if one of these four programs um, 
may not seem to fit your need, um, we are an available resource. So to call in to the intake line um, just to discuss any issues that may be um, happening at the moment for you, and right. then we can try to set you on the right path. Right. Diane, anything from, from your vantage point? Yeah. What I would say is, you know, um, people are lucky to be in Fairfax. All of our outreach classes are free, like you mentioned, you know, so we really want people to know what's out there and take advantage mm-hmm. of these classes. And again, if you didn't hear anything today that was of interest to you, or you, maybe you had another question about something that you didn't hear, again, we're, we're just talking about four of the programs that ElderLink offers, and we were talking about that today. So call them uh, with any questions. I want to thank you both for being on the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast. A lot of good information. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll talk with you again about some of the other programs. Great. Thank you, Jen. Absolutely. It's Kristen and Diane with us on this edition of the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast. Diane Duke, Kristen Martin of the ElderLink program. And if you'd like a caregiver consultation, again, you can call ElderLink at 703-324-5374. That TTY number is 711. To register for one of the other caregiver programs, uh, chronic disease self-management program, the Caring for You, Caring for Me program, or a matter of balance program, just go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash olderadults and click on the program underneath the topics section. And finally, you can find county older adult services, recreation, and community engagement opportunities by calling 703-324-7948 Monday through Friday or go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash older adults. A lot of stuff you can do on that page. When you're there, be sure to subscribe to the monthly Golden Gazette newspaper as well as Fairfax 50 Plus e-news. You can also link from there to the Fairfax 50 Plus Facebook page. We'd love to see you there. Thanks for listening again to the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast, which is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.